Bitcoin is king. Bitcoin for me is the currency of love. Bitcoin has allowed for innovation and I love Bitcoin. I'll always be a Bitcoin lady because I love innovation. From the new home of Bitcoin and all things blockchain, Peckham South London, this is the Genesis Block Education podcast and I'm your host, Bitcoin by Mouse. Another quick intro to say, welcome back to part two of the podcast, the Bitcoin lady of Botswana with Alakanani Itereleng. Before I let you go, just a reminder for you to make sure you check out the Bitcoin by Mouse website, that's bitcoinbymouse.com for the latest podcasts, articles, links, and many other bits of information. And for the beginners, also check out our Bitcoin Basics course, now live on Udemy. Without further ado, Please like, share, comment, and I'll see you on the other side. So let's talk about a bit more about the innovations and and that sort of thing that you're doing at the Satoshi Center, because you're not just focused on education. Um, My understanding is you're actually building solutions for Botswana and and agriculture. Can Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? Yes, um, we started a project, it was actually an idea that started in 2016. Yeah, it's called PLAS. Yeah, PLAS is a name, uh, it's an African name for farm. So we wanted to to build a solution for farmers. So it has been a challenging journey. Like, you know, when you are doing a startup and you don't have, uh, we are bootstrapping and doing it from the pocket. It, It was kind of hard. So we have been trying to build this solution for like since 2016, 2017, we went to Kenya and we met with some guys and we told them about the idea. This is what we want to build. We want to build um, an agricultural project for, for farmers uh, where we can connect the whole rest of farmers in Africa, connect them to each other and have also this kind of uh, kind of tracking and tracing solution for farmers where you can be able to track what you're buying and trace uh, the food from the farm to, to the market. So we started working on that. Went to Kenya, tried to build the solution, oh, didn't work, came back, really? looked, for, <laughs> looked for more developers, and we, we worked with a developer in Pakistan, you know, because when sometimes when we're desperate for, for developers, because we don't have like a lot of talent in, in, in Botswana for mm-hmm. people who can do the blockchain solution. Worked with someone in, in Pakistan, and they disappeared on the, along the way. And um, after, yes, after giving them some money, they disappeared a lot. <laughs> it has been such a sad journey. <laughs> yeah. They disappeared along the way, but we didn't give up. So this year, again, we met with a developer from Kenya. And this time we brought him home. We brought him to Botswana. So, yeah, hold him there. Hold him yeah. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we flew them to Botswana. We went to the security center, we got to meet, and then we had a discussion of what we wanted and how we want the solution to work. And they've been building the solution since, and I believe the solutions will be ready uh, on, in July, end of July. That's when you will see the PLUS project. I'm not going to talk about what we have done inside it because we've picked yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, we've picked it better than the way we have started in the beginning. And this time we've built it on the Cardano chain, though. Uh, we built the solution on, the, yeah, on Cardano, yeah. So we have built it on the Cardano chain. Uh, we had wanted to build it on RSK, uh, but we didn't have this, the, the skill 
We didn't have the 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 the, the, what you call, the main power to help us do that. We wanted to build on RSK. Uh, after moving from Ethereum, we wanted to build on RSK, but we didn't have the skill, we didn't have the people who can help us to do that. So we said, okay, let, let us find something we can use. We didn't want to use Ethereum because of issues of gas and all oh, that. Yeah, so, we, yeah, so we ended up, you know, say, okay, let's go for Cardano. And we have been building on Cardano. So you will get to see it in July. And I, I believe you're going to appreciate it because it's going to be one of the most beautiful projects ever coming from Africa, like a real software, useful use case, and it's going to be really, really beautiful. And I'm just hoping people will appreciate that and because it's going to be used by a lot of people. Uh, we've got people from India who are interested in using the solution for their farms. Oh, wow. And we, yes, we we are looking forward to seeing this project coming out and we would like it this year to have somebody uh, helping to sponsor it, to fund it so that we can pay the developers. So they managed to give us some money and then we paid uh, the developers and the developers have been working since. Yeah, so just wait and see, it's gonna be beautiful. So, so, so would you say on your, obviously, um finding the pool of manpower and resources who have the capabilities to deliver that's obviously been a challenge on the african continent but are you finding it, that yeah. through, your, through your journey that you're now starting to build that community of of, of developers from from africa yeah. the globe? Is, is it getting easier now and are you starting to no it's i think I think now it's getting easier because we are having a lot of developers now. Like if, for example, in, in Nigeria, there are a lot of developers. A lot of developers in Nigeria. A lot of developers, yes. And then Kenya also is coming up quite well. Like I was saying, my developers are, are based in Kenya. They are from Kenya who are working on my project. In Botswana, we have only one, I think, who is like, I don't know the rest. From Satoichi Center, we only have one that is like very good. I don't know in the rest of the country because you have other developers in the country who are doing what they're doing. Yes. I know there are others who are doing blockchain stuff in Botswana. Yes. So at the center, we only have this one person that I know that I can trust. And but Kenya, Nigeria, I think they are at the top there. So I'm hoping Botswana will also, you know, mm. get to use the Satoichi Center to, you know, develop their skills. But they can only be able to do that if we also have like enough resources you know if you've got resources yeah and in, in the center where people can come and use them you know but if we don't have the resources it can be kind of difficult sometimes imagine when we wanted uh i think that was 2017 or really we wanted to do something i think it was a hackathon or something like that we couldn't even find anywhere we can find raspberry pies you know yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there was no good buy our raspberry pies raspberry in Botswana. So you can see sometimes when you don't have the right resources in the center, it, it tends to draw you back a little bit. Yes, of course. You know, the things that people need, you know, the right internet, the internet should be good. You know, we didn't have that. Now we have. So you see, we are, at least now we are almost getting there. And soon maybe we'll have all those resources and people can come and learn. So we, 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 we are hoping we'll have more. Yeah. Understood. So, so although you're called a Bitcoin lady, you, you don't sound like you are a Bitcoin maximalist. So you, you're not Bitcoin focused only. Do you, do you see value in other things or? Uh, <laughs> Bitcoin lady is a nice name. Yes, it's a name that I was given by the community. Yeah, there must be a lot of people who want that name now, and you have that name. That is a very, very special. <laughs> No one else can be the yeah, they, I, 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 people who call themselves Bitcoin lady out there. Yeah, I know. Um, 
I wouldn't say uh, Bitcoin is king. I'm still saying that even now. Bitcoin is king. For me, Bitcoin is king. Bitcoin for me is the currency of love. You know, all these things that are happening is because of Bitcoin. Yeah. But uh, there is an opportunity. We can't. We, I don't think we can just focus on Bitcoin like 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 we're putting on goggles or whatever. Yeah. We have to like allow for innovation also. <laughs> if there is an opportunity where we can allow the the, 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 the crypto community to grow, the Bitcoin community to grow, is when we allow for innovation. So let us allow innovation to come in. You know, Bitcoin is the key. That one will not deny it and will never take, we cannot take anything away from Bitcoin. Bitcoin is key, and I love it. Bitcoin is the big currency of love for me because the people that have really shown me love are the Bitcoin community uh, people. So for me, that's why it's a currency of love. But when you talk about innovation, we can go beyond. We don't have to like call everything shit, you know? There are things, of course, there are a lot of shitty things out there. Yeah, right. you know, like, yeah. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm. People will be like saying, we've made a, we are building this solution and people put a lot of money into it and then the next thing they don't build anything. And if, if, if you can look at the number of, of tokens in the coin market, there are so many. And when we try to follow what these people have really actually done, they've done nothing. They've literally done nothing. You know, right. so Bitcoin has allowed for innovation, and I love Bitcoin. I'll always be a Bitcoin lady because I love innovation, right? But there is there, there is a room uh, to allow for growth and for Bitcoin to, ad- to be adopted is now when we allow innovation. For example, if I am a teacher and I'm unable to produce myself, then I'm not a good teacher. So I might be I must be able to like have students that are coming out of my way that are doing like pretty pretty well because of me so we'll say bitcoin is growing because we have seen innovation that are coming out we have seen the rsk is coming out because of bitcoin we have seen ethereum coming out because of of bitcoin if we are to say ethereum is going to collapse one day we know that we are lying to ourselves what what we need is okay there is ethereum which is allowed for smart contracts and for all these things to happen the best thing is for us to like come together and say, how do we improve on each other? <clears throat> what is that Ethereum can do so that it doesn't have all these problems that it is having? Mm-hmm. We cannot deny that Ethereum is doing so well in terms of smart contracts and whatnot. It's doing very, very well. Yeah. We cannot deny that Polkadot is coming and it is doing so well. You know, for me, I look at all these innovation, but at the end of the day, I still go back to Bitcoin right. and say Bitcoin is the king. Right. And it has allowed for all these things. These things are happening because they're trying to improve maybe on the Bitcoin, you know. So I think, um, I'm, I'm not a maximalist in the sense that I'm just going 100% Bitcoin. Yes. But you will also find that the people sometimes who call themselves maximalists maximal, are also investing in certain <laughs> innovations that are happening. Yeah. So then we, we become some, uh, how do you say it? You, you don't become truthful there. If you are a maximalist, just focus on Bitcoin. Don't invest anywhere else. Don't, don't invest in Polkadot when it comes up. Don't invest in any innovation. Then you are a maximalist. Yeah. But you, you must be you, you must allow for innovation. I, I, I am for innovation. And and I, I love innovation. And I know the future is going to be much, much more, much brighter. Even the more we go, the more the young people coming up, you know, that coming by even much, much more smarter, you know, coming up with more solutions that we never thought of. 
Like, I do believe people started in Bitcoin 2009, 2008. They never thought it will go this big. They never thought these innovations will happen the way they are happening. So we must allow room. Of course, we have to kick out shit coins. I mean, like some of these projects are, 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 are not honest projects. I just are not honest projects. But if the projects that are really honest, why not support innovation? If my plus project can help farmers in Africa, why not support my project? Mm-hmm. You have to support my project because at the end of the day, it's helping people to believe that cryptocurrency is the future. To believe in say, okay, we can put our money and in Bitcoin as a store value. But we can use the Plus platform to enable farmers to open borders for farmers to trade among themselves, among themselves, and to allow someone like you to invest in a farm in Africa. Right. When you are in where you are in the UK, you can still invest in Africa because the Plus project is enabling you to do that. So you see, you must allow for innovation so that Bitcoin can be able to grow. So it needs those wings so that it can fly nicely. But if we just focus and say Bitcoin, there is not, you know, like. And not enough expense for people in Africa. It's expensive for some people in Africa. Yeah. But if people can like invest in those small genuine projects like Ethereum, they can invest in those and then they can change that money into Bitcoin. And then they can hold Bitcoin. You know, altcoins they also help they help in the adoption of Bitcoin. Because a lot of the day people they change their altcoins to Bitcoin. Yeah. They don't hold them, they don't hold altcoins, they hold Bitcoin. So let us uh, allow for innovation. I, 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 I say so. No, understood. Open for yeah. innovation. And I guess yeah. you being open for innovation is how you found Bitcoin in the first place. So you can't just yeah. just because you found Bitcoin. You have to still remain open to, to, to you know, yeah. potential yeah. opportunities to improve the lives, your life and the lives of people around you. I fully understand. Yeah. So just going back to Botswana and the regulatory environment there, how are the government looking at cryptocurrencies now from a regulatory perspective? Or are they even, I, even in my head? I'm thinking that we are going to we are going to adopt Bitcoin one day. In my head, the reason why I'm saying so is because I know our our president is pro innovation. He loves innovation. He's, and and, and he's just, just the Botswana president, he 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 kind of. He he has a quite a good reputation across Africa. If 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 my reading is is correct, uh, is that correct or is he? Yeah, I think seen as yeah, a I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm basing this on okay. I don't want to put you in trouble with anybody. Sorry, <laughs> but I mean on on statistics, he uh, the yes. GDP statistically yes. Has it improved? But obviously, as you say, that's what's on paper versus what's happening in the real world, of course. But uh, yeah, 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 sorry, I interrupted you there. What is yeah, it? So I, he's, he's very pro innovation. I, I believe so. He's very pro innovation. And that's why in my head, you know, because he was talking about the fourth uh, industrial revolution, he talks about that and he talks about blockchain and he talks about all that. And I, I, I do believe in the future. We are going to do that. We are going to adopt Bitcoin. And one of the things that I, I feel like we, we we are not we are not against Bitcoin totally. And and I've engaged with Bank of Botswana before. They talked to us. They've asked us questions about what Bitcoin is. They wanted to understand it. For them just to uh, to talk to us for me means something. For them to have called us, it means something. You no, know? because initially they're the ones that called us to the bank. Called us and we had a sit down and we talked. It was Satoshi Center. There's a company that runs the Bitcoin ATM, 
and you know they were called and we had to sit down with the bank and they would talk and whenever they need information we give them like this year they had requested for information from an exchange called yellow card where requesting for some information and we, we give them so far we are okay unless maybe we mess up maybe they will start bothering us but so far i think we are okay we are okay the government is definitely engaging with you um, and yes. open to dialogue. So uh, the reason why I ask this is because we've seen what's happened recently in El Salvador, where they've obviously yeah. made a legal tender. Yeah. And the Tanzanian president yesterday went on record to, to, to basically instruct the central banks of Tanzania to be aware and be on standby for potential changes and impacts of uh, digital currencies. So... It's slowly filtering in, um, but are you saying that they're aware of it, but there's not much, did not be much action from a government perspective? Yeah, they are 100% aware of Bitcoin, 100% aware of it. That one they cannot even deny. They are just not taking action to say, tell us their stand. Right. You know, Africans have got a tendency of watching and waiting to hear from the West. Yeah, to hear what they have to say, that, which is a bit. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think that's that. That's what they're doing. They're like waiting. You know, what, what is it? I think so. I don't even know what they're waiting for. <laughs> but I, <laughs> no, no, I know they're very much away. Yeah, I know they're very much away. Unless you've been hiding under a rock recently, you may have heard about this thing called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is everywhere at the moment, with people saying it's one of the most important inventions of the 21st century. If, like many people, you're still not sure or haven't got a clue what all the fuss is about and where to start on your learning journey, Genesis Block Education has the course for you. The Bitcoin Basics Beginners course is now available on Udemy. It's packed full of lectures, activities and easy to follow resources which will give you the fundamental knowledge on what Bitcoin is, what makes it so valuable and most importantly how to obtain and secure it. If you want more information please see the show notes or visit us at bitcoinbymaps.com. The Bitcoin Basics course. Without Bitcoin there is no cryptocurrency. I want to understand your view for the next five to ten years how do you think this is going to play out uh in terms of the adoption in terms of uh, the bitcoin price what are your yeah. views? for me i do believe because because of what is happening with the with the with the institutions you know adopting bitcoin you know investing in bitcoin um i do believe we're going to see like Bitcoin even growing much, 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 much bigger in the future. But my main concern is now when we having these guys, you know, the big guys, let's say, call them the big guys, uh, yeah. coming in and then now there's like a lot of price manipulation and it doesn't cool. become cool. It doesn't make uh, Bitcoin what it's supposed to be. You know, we should like not have people who come in to manipulate the prices and then it becomes just a manipulation manipulation too. Mm -hmm. So if Bitcoin can be adopted by smallest 
people in the community. And I know the goodness God in Pida Future. As long as we are having these guys manipulating prices and coming in because they want to manipulate things, then we get worried. We get worried as to why they're adopting the Bitcoin. Are they adopting it because they really believe in it or they're adopting it uh, because um, they're adopting it because they're in, in, the, in the future they they want to find a way of dumping the Bitcoin and touching the market. Who knows? Maybe I think too much. So I, 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 I want Bitcoin to be adopted by the schools in Africa, by the orphanages in Africa, you know, by the businesses in Africa, by the people in diaspora sending monies from, from the West to, to Africa. You know, if we can have that happening, you know, right now it's all about big guys. What about the small guys on the ground? Mm-hmm. You know, are we only concerned about the big companies, you know, that are able to buy 15,000 bitcoins? What mm-hmm. about someone who's able to buy only 0.002? What about someone like that? What about the people in Africa who can't afford to buy even like 0.2 statuses? They can't even buy that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me to, to be able to like, I don't like to be speculative, but if, if I have time to speculate about the future of Bitcoin in the future, it's not, it's when it's not only the guys playing the game. Yeah. Right now, it's about it's like the currency of the big guys. Yeah. But what about the small ones? Why can't we celebrate a small one? A small one, you know. Uh, Paxful has sent money to Kenya to to do to do whatever. Uh, Bitgive has has helped the girls in Kenya to do water. We celebrate that, you know. Bitcoin can celebrate that, but we don't. We we celebrate only Elon Musk has bought this. We celebrate. Uh, Micro strategy has brought this, but what about those small things that really matters? Giving water to the girls. I think think that's a very, very important point that you made there. With the Elon Musk scenario, Bitcoin has learned a a hard lesson there because when Tesla came in to buy up the Bitcoin, everybody was excited. You know, they had been finally accepted by the mainstream and then, you know, whether you call it manipulation or whatever you like, Elon messed about and and then obviously Bitcoin has learned a very big lesson there that having billionaires come in to take control or save Bitcoin, it is about the small people. That is a really, really big um, point to make and and, 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 and I I agree with you totally, totally. It's about... uh, That's why, for me, seeing what happened in El Salvador is a really uh, great example because it's not about you know big millionaires buying bitcoin is yes. it's about the people send remittances yeah. so they can yeah. you know, to their families it, it, it's really yeah. about the little people so you know what you're doing at the satoshi center is really important to upskill get people uh, the knowledge they need to understand um, what bitcoin is and what impact it has are you working with other organizations across africa then what else do you see happen on the african continent in this space, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm always available, like to work with people, you know, yeah. But right now, I think the 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 excitement is in you know getting money. You know, people are no longer interested much in you know innovating or educating people. They are interested in how much money can they be able to make. Uh, you know, it's people are it's like it's like a gold rush. You know, everybody's rushing to pile in their portfolios and making a lot of a lot of money. So but there are there are organizations where I know they're like really focused on people things like help in Kenya. You know, I've I've been like, you know, 
I've been there so many times in, in GitHub and I love what they're doing. And I'm still very much interested in really working with them even for the future to come because I love I love their, their their philosophy. I love what they want to do by innovating and at the same time educating. So with the Satoshi Center, we are willing to like work with people in Africa to you know put for education. We we are more for education and of course innovation. But education is the thing. If we don't educate people and they accept him, how do you access something that you don't know? So they have to people have to know what Bitcoin is. So we are like really available for people to like you know work with us, join hands, and let's push this for Africa. Let, no, let's have you know education centers around Africa where people can like even governments can consult yeah. those education centers. What is happening right now in Africa? You'll find that it is not the Africans who are actually bringing the, the Bitcoin innovation in Africa. Is the People from outside, the Western people are coming and, and then educating. We are on the grounds, we're not doing anything. We're just watching and then we just wait to be told. We want to be sent to say, go and do. I am company X and you are ambassador for company X. And then the company X is coming from the United States or from wherever. And mm. that's what we're still doing in Africa. But with Bitcoin, we can be liberated if we can stand on our feet. Mm-hmm. And become the educators of our of our, our own educators. Have the information and give it to people. We don't have to wait. Again, we normally wait. We don't have to be waiting. You know, to be spoon fed and after being spoon fed, that when you can, like, then you are sent to do. So then right. Bitcoin will never be and very will never be important for Africa if we do that. We need to like really empower people. We need to educate people. We need to be to, to be the educators. Let the people trust us. You know, in Africa, you know, when we bring something, they won't say this. Is, don't say it's an African English people thing. It's a white people thing. They yeah. will believe because I am the side with the skin color, and I'm pushing for this thing. They will trust me because I am like them. I have experienced what they've experienced. Yeah. So we need to like come together. You know, work together as Africans and bring this innovation to Africa. We need to. Do, do, do you feel there is a bit of a risk of um, African tech being colonized by Western companies? Is that something that could potentially happen in this wave? Or Yeah, what I know, I'm sorry, I'm not being political though. No, but... no, 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 you, you, say, you say it like it is on this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's difficult for... for... For a, a, a business like you, you know, a business in Africa, and you are started by an African, to like easily get funding. For example, Understood. it's so difficult. But once you have a white person as the person at the top, it becomes so easy. You know, it's because we give people so much power. You know, we we, we give them so much power that we we end up feeling like we are not like we are not. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. We're not smart enough. We, we give people to do that. We're not smart enough to do anything uh, for ourselves. So that's why, you know, when so there, is, there is a bit of internal politics within yeah. that, that has to be. Yeah, and even Africans themselves, they don't trust their own people. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You, you won't trust that I can come up with a solution for our people. But if somebody has to come with the same, same concept that I've come up, up with, from the West and give to you, we accept it without even questioning. Wow. So yeah. We need to change. Yeah. Yeah, 110%. That 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 is real talk and and that's something yeah. we have to really look at within ourselves. Um, okay, just to close out, where can people find you? Where if people want to 
you know, engage with you, if people want to donate, if people want to see what, what wonders you guys are doing at the Satoshi Center, how can, how can people get in contact with you? Firstly, they can fly all the way from... Yeah, yeah. I want to come to Botswana. <laughs> you haven't scared me away from Botswana, trust me. I'm definitely going... Yeah, no, Botswana is good. That's nice, very good. So come, come to the Satoshi Center, visit it, have a feel. You know, it's good sometimes to have a feel of what we're talking about. Yes. Come to the Satoshi Center, visit the Satoshi Center in Botswana. Botswana is very good. Botswana. You can get a Yeah, come to Botswana. If you are from the UK and US, you don't need a visa to come to Botswana. Yes, come. Yeah. yeah, yes, come, <laughs> so, come to Botswana, yeah. and then also you can you can email us at inquiries at satrichicenter.tech, inquiries.satrichicenter.tech, so you you send an email and you talk to us about how you want to help us or how you want to work with us, then we can respond to that, yes. So we've got our Satoshi Center, our BW Twitter page, I've got my Twitter page with a lady, so you can reach out to that and yeah, you can reach us on that our email and on, on our Twitter pages. Just talk to us and then we can be able to like uh, engage with you and let's see how we can bring education to the people. Yeah. It's amazing. And I thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. you're someone that I found out about about four years ago. So to be actually having a oh, wow. with you is <laughs> really an achievement for myself um but you know i really want to come to botswana i really want to come please and- do come <laughs> once they stop all this nonsense with the <laughs> nations and all of this rubbish um i'll definitely <laughs> make some time to come to this visit the south of africa and yeah uh, botswana will be on that journey along with probably south africa but i just want to say keep doing what you are doing please keep sharing the knowledge Africa is hard, man. It's a challenging place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's where all the value is. That is where the real, yeah. the real adoption, the real opportunity is for the next few years. Yeah. So you have timed this perfectly. And um, like with Bitcoin, with anybody who comes into Bitcoin in the early years, you have to experience the volatility and the challenge that, that will pay you dividends in the future. So just really just hang in there, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, thank you so much. I hope to see you in person very soon. So again, thank <laughs> you for your time and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Have a good day too. So what do you think? What a great conversation with Ella Kanani. From my perspective, it's really interesting to see how Bitcoin is a beacon of hope for many people all over the world and in regions that you wouldn't even consider or you wouldn't even think about. Bitcoin is very much part of the conversation. So guys, let me quickly give you my two cents on this one. My first point will be around education. Education is key in Bitcoin. I'm gonna say education, I mean education on all levels from the top down. We can see what's happening in El Salvador in terms of the government's directive to bring Bitcoin to the people. A huge part of it is most certainly gonna be education and that's the case in all sense of mass adoption and the hyper-Bitcoinization in any country. So people like Ala Kanani, her Satoshi Center, how she's essentially an evangelist for Bitcoin is important. People like her are the main reason and the main drivers behind Bitcoin spreading into the hands of people. So people know the real value. People know what's fake. We even know what's a scam. People know how to protect their Bitcoin. People know how to 
uh, transacting their Bitcoin, it's going to be essential to have more people like Alakanani. But also at the top levels of government, they don't really have a clue. It sounds like, I mean, they may well be aware, but they don't understand the impacts of Bitcoin on their economies. And typically with Africa, they just play a waiting game until the West knows what's going on. But this is a huge opportunity for Africa to lead, uh, similar to the strides taken by countries like El Salvador. So we salute you, Alakanani, and we salute the generations of Alakananis which are coming behind her to um, support people, to help people, to show people the value of Bitcoin and how they can protect their future wealth from any future inflation or devaluation from currency. Okay, my final point is echoing Alakanani's point around Africans need to have a bit more belief in themselves in providing solutions for their own countries. Uh, to me, Africa is most definitely the the new frontier when it comes to technology. People like Jack Dorsey are not spending months and months on the African continent for no reason. They are looking at opportunities, uh, many of which to help the populations, but to also capitalise. Um, that's, that's a real conversation to have. And so Africans, whether it's Nigeria or whether it's Botswana, need to believe in themselves and believe in their abilities to find solutions to their own problems. There are many cases of where sort of African entrepreneurs are coming up with solutions uh, similar or if not exactly the same to Western companies. And obviously Western companies' solutions are being taken on board just because they're Western rather than actually looking at the essence of the entrepreneur and their closeness and a close proximity to the problem. For the African tech startups and the entrepreneurs, you are the ones sitting on the gold mine, sitting on the opportunity. Uh, you need to protect that. And of course, engage, build relationships with foreign companies. Uh, that's what you want to do. That's essentially how growth will occur. But always know that the buck stops with you. It's easier said than done from my perspective and my high horse. Uh, because a lot of these projects need funding, but really try and look at the bigger picture. Um, it's just my view, but <laughs> yeah, you can take it on board or not. Anyway, we've come to the end of the podcast. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening, tuning into this podcast. We appreciate you. If you want to engage with Alakanani, please see her contact details in the show notes. Make sure you reach out to her, make sure you engage. As per usual, check out the Bitcoin by Mark's website. And for the beginners out there, the Bitcoin Basic course is live on Udemy. So please like, share, comment, and I'll see you next time.